0: So welcome to Private Practice Pro and this is the first of our podcast series. My name is Giles Davies, Uh, I'm the co-founder of Private Practice Pro and I'm a hospital consultant. I'm a consultant oncoplastic breast surgeon and was an NHS consultant for around 11 years at Kingston Hospital and at the Royal Marsden Hospital. And I'm now the Director of Surgery at the Cromwell Hospital. I have worked in private practice for around well maybe 10 years in total and I started about a year after becoming an NHS consultant and it wasn't until fairly recently I'd say five years ago that I really started to think about the opportunities that private medical practice had And none of the opportunities were, in my mind, around factors relating to money. In fact, the only reason I wanted to do private medical practice is because I wanted to try and practice in an environment that allowed me to deliver my best form of medicine. And in fact, it wasn't until I had my own um, family issue with a health issue with one of the members of my family that was quite serious but temporary that I crystallized my thoughts about taking the leap into full-time independent private medical practice and I did that in 2017 and it's a bit cliche but I don't think I've looked back and although I was extremely anxious about many aspects of working for myself the freedom and choice it's given me around exploring and following my medical bliss, as I call it, is really um, a no-brainer for me. I think many doctors are incredibly passionately interested about all aspects of their medical field, and it can be the case that a full-time NHS career can slowly degrade your creativity, if you can call it that, around... Um, enjoying medicine and enjoying the things that medicine can bring in terms of professional reward. And that can be in terms of feedback from patients, watching your interventions succeed, uh, being academic and undertaking research, teaching and training, or as I have done, become increasingly interested in mentoring um, my colleagues. I work around four days a week and I'd say about 70 percent of that time is spent as a oncoplastic breast surgeon and the rest is spent around running another business. I run a private GP surgery in Teddington which is CQC registered and uh, running this course and mentoring and I often will meet up with doctors I mentor to help them shape their decision making around their medical careers and I find that intensely rewarding. I'm also an examiner at St George's Hospital Medical School and I do a little bit of work for the college on careers as well as working at my daughter's school in a careers capacity also. I think actually probably a lot of the other stuff around my regular medical practice gives me a lot of balance to the difficult aspects of working in a cancer or oncology speciality and I think again this is sometimes what's lacking within busy NHS practice is the balance Um, and many doctors feel that that other stuff um, has been slowly eroded and is frowned upon or not valued as much and the lack of value that doctors have professionally has contributed I think to the increasing numbers of early retirement and burnout. I wonder how many more doctors will retire early given the current situation and for that reason I feel quite passionately in promoting doctors to find ways of pushing back but also being productive in their NHS practice, but finding that balance. Because I think if you're efficient and effective and balanced, um, all of your patients benefit, um, your NHS and private patients. And I'm going to dispel a lot of the myths and misconceptions around private medical practice actually in the next podcast. So I think independent healthcare practice is a term I'd like to use. And it's not really just consultants who do private medical practice anymore. And I think people often think of a private doctor as being in some way some sort of cosmetic surgeon or a consultant surgeon who is doing private operations. The world has completely changed and this model where typically a quite senior doctor would be doing private medical practice has completely Reversed with actually many young doctors exploring entrepreneurial opportunities right from the get-go, with um, MBAs being taken straight after uh, med- after medical school or qualification, and people setting up apps, tech startups, coaching, wellness businesses um, alongside their normal medical careers as junior doctors, not not as senior doctors, and I think what the pandemic has done has actually accelerated this technology revolution um, and has empowered people to think creatively and start starting up businesses, not just face-to-face ones, but online in 2020 and early 2021. And of course, actually, in many ways, Private Practice Pro was formed in lockdown. And um, let me tell you a little bit about how that came about i have a brother thomas davis and tom is the co-founder of private practice pro and tom is a um legally trained um corporate lawyer who graduated from cambridge university and started at freshfields which is a fairly high profile law firm and he worked in hong kong and new york in the fairly high-pressured environment of corporate law, corporate restructuring, I think he was in. Now, he went through his own sort of difficulties, if you like, with decision-making about whether he stayed and went for partnership or whether he went and pursued something he enjoyed doing. And he was always really, really interested in photography, video production, and was very creative. And in fact, he found a career that managed to uh, address both of his passions. And that was uh, he became the investment director for a crowdfunding company called Cedars, which is the largest crowdfunding platform in Europe. And alongside that, he created uh, video productions, short videos for pitch decks for companies looking to raise and money, raise money for investment. And so he developed huge experience, not only in running a video production company, but in the crowdfunding and startup space and his passion for video production, his legal expertise and his experience in the startup and crowdfunding space really was many of the aspects that I didn't have as a skill set, uh, but together was, uh, made us have quite a unique proposition for doctors, physios, chiropractors who are looking to set up a startup healthcare business or private medical practice. And, and the course really is, is the marrying of those two skill sets into an on-demand video course. So what is the course? Well, the course is a, a journey through setting up, s- developing and scaling a private medical practice and we thought about whether there was anything else out there that helped doctors actually start a private medical practice. We know about, it's almost like a dark art, we know about sort of people working in private hospitals and perhaps getting recognition from BUPA for insured patients but actually a lot of doctors don't really know how to even start considering or even know if they can undertake private medical practice so the course is a really comprehensive and simple practical guide to take you through setting up and scaling your private medical practice and I encourage people to look at the website www.privatepracticepro.co.uk and have a look and download the checklist of things that you need to do it's enormous and no wonder that many doctors don't see it possible or haven't got the time and don't really get around to doing it. And they think it's beyond them or they're not good enough or they'll never be able to make a success of it or it'll cost lots of money. And for those reasons, those barriers and the, the complexity of the, of the bureaucracy stops people from doing it. So we wanted to cut through all of that and make it easy for you to get going and start. So there are six main modules and within each module there's lots of lots of videos with supporting information let's just briefly go over the six main modules the first one is why work in private medical practice it's a good question and really i wanted to address a few things the misconceptions and pitfalls how you can balance your nhs and private care and we do two modules actually in that one for uh, consultants and one for the gps And we go on to look at the scope of your practice and really defining what you're actually going to be doing if you're seeing patients privately and understanding who your customers really are. We then move on in Module 2 to getting safely started. And of course, many doctors actually do things like incorporate a company and employ an accountant and they don't really understand the structure and regulation around that so we actually take you through this in a really nice step-by-step way we actually show you how to incorporate a company and we actually do that online and we actually take you through making a pretend business and we actually um, develop a, a fictitious private GP surgery and in later modules show you how we build a website and with imaginary patients and and do the whole thing so we take you through incorporating a company how you get provider recognition quickly understanding if you actually need to register with the cqc how you get indemnity do dbs checks how you find somewhere to work what are the pros and cons of working locally or in central london etc and understanding how you can really fast track practicing privileges and understanding that process in detail and also the the other little stuff like competition and markets authority and fees and things like that and then we go on in module three to practice management and in this module we're really going technology focused. We look at cloud phone technology, real-time messaging, virtual PA apps and services and look in detail at the practice management software that we really recommend which is called Haydock. And we we really focus on how the practice management software is a tool for business growth, not just some administration device. And we really show you how to use remote templates and one really cool video is actually how to develop a real live online booking system on your website so patients can book and see you 24 hours a day using remote questionnaires analytical reports and billing and all the stuff that goes around day-to-day practice management and one of the really important themes of the course is that you may be a consultant who's been in practice for some time and you're doing it just in a really old-fashioned way and you feel like you're sort of stagnating and not really getting anywhere. And you're looking at the younger consultants thinking, mm, they've got a flashy website and chat bots and things like that. How does that work? How, maybe I can't do it. So it's not just for people starting, but for those who really need to sort of revamp or if you feel like you're stuck in a rut and you can't really deliver any growth, or you are a bit unsure about hiring other people or working in a group and you want to kind of understand how it's possible structurally and in a really practical way. The fourth module, and you would expect a course like this to have a lot of information around this, is how to get patients without spending a lot of money. And in this module we really go into how to set up a website and build it yourself to start with, how you can use things like Google Suite, automatic booking processes, and understanding website analytics and introducing you to Facebook and Google, and all those little things like tag managers and pixels, privacy notices, and chatbots, there are really simple videos that take you through showing you exactly how to install and monitor these. And of course you'll get to a stage quite quickly for some people where you need third-party providers to help you with google advertising um it's very very complicated once you get into it at scale but initially we want to show you how to do it yourself so that you can get going and get underway really really cheaply and then really tom comes into his own within the last two sections which is about if you've got a small little Private GP surgery or a chiropractor clinic and you're looking for a second branch you really need to start thinking about business and entrepreneurship and you need to understand finance in order to raise money, streamline cash flow, understand accountancy practicing and modeling so that you can make the right decisions about your business to grow it really really quickly. So you may think why would we be qualified to tell you about that? Well maybe we're not the world's experts but I did set up the largest private core blood storage bank in the UK. In fact the first private core blood storage bank in the UK and I did that when I was a junior doctor and this is a company that's significantly large now. Uh, I have exited the business but I understood how to start and set up a relatively large company. I've also set up a CQC registered private general practice with two branches. And I've been through both the CQC registration and the inspection process. And I feel a lot more relaxed having done that about the myths being dispelled. So the finances, and I'm rubbish at maths, just worth saying, um, is, is worth thinking about and understanding. And again, you need to have a basic understanding before you employ other people might rip you off or do things or make decisions on your behalf that aren't actually in your best interest. So the financial section goes into financial statements, how you understand a balance sheet, income statements, accounting methods and cash flow and projections and things like that. And the final module which is on raising money to grow your business is about equity and valuation investors and all the stuff around debt funding, angel and venture capital and how you can raise money from the crowd or from other people to take your business to the next level, and talking to people on the course, it's been fascinating to find out how ingenious some people are about their business model and opportunities and Of course, doctors are smart people, and they need smart people around them to help um, help them but they have huge uh, there's a huge opportunity in the healthcare sector at the moment for startups and i think 2021 is going to be an incredibly important year to get going if you haven't already so the thing about the course is in fact you get lifetime access and there are many more modules on their way and electronic prescribing the latest in telemedicine updates how you negotiate heads of terms and partnership agreements, hiring staff and experience of the CQC inspection are just a snapshot of what's to come. What's interesting and we never really thought about this when we started the course was that we assumed that there may be people who, who are thinking of starting a private medical practice who perhaps have already started one and we weren't sure really whether people wanted all the modules or some And what we found actually is that the community that we founded alongside the course, and when you um, join the course, you're joining a community where you can ask questions, is actually probably the most valuable part of the course. Who better than someone else, exploring the same type of dreams and aspirations as you, than to, to solve your problems and to talk about the difficulties you've had. And being part of the community um, allows you to have all of those sort of Q and A stuff that goes with uh, all the little questions, and um, after a, a sort of cautious start from some people who feel a bit embarrassed about perhaps they asking a silly question, once they've become a little more confident, we found that there's been some really fascinating questions that perhaps we hadn't thought of answering that we're able to answer or help answer or find out through our extensive connections. To help people on the course solve those problems and like many things the power of other people to help you solve your problems is more powerful than the videos themselves even though the videos I think are quite nice. So I hope that's given you a little flavor into the uh, outline of Private Practice Pro and in our next podcast we're going to talk about the misconceptions and pitfalls about healthcare. Uh, private work and businesses. And I'm going to hopefully dispel some of those. Uh, I hope you found this initial podcast useful. Please subscribe and uh, uh, we will look forward to seeing you on the next one. Many thanks.